You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Brent has more. What is going on, everyone? We are live here. Behind me, you can see the iconic river, Bob, the Canadian's river right there. And he will, be, he will be joining us in just a second. And meanwhile, I am going to find some people. Mahmoud, see you here. I can't thank Brent and Bob enough for these amazing live streams. Well, I'm glad you are finding them helpful, but I'm also finding them extremely fun. We have a, a saying in English, two heads are better than one. I think it's always better when you can have two teachers on screen teaching. So Bob will be finishing up his live stream. Check him out if you don't know him. You can hear, Bob the Canadian. Uh, in my live stream, you can hear you talking in the background. Very nice. Okay. And I heard that question about Vietnam. I would love to visit Vietnam for sure. So that looks like another language. Is that Vietnam? That, that might actually be, be Vietnamese, but I don't know. All right. Fix and drive. Might have our first question. He's talking about uh, teachers getting paid, but I will wait for Bob the Canadian to come over. But 10 seconds. But if you are joining here for the first time, this live stream will not have as big of an audience as Bob's. So you can leave your question right in the chat. We will try to get to it. If we miss it, we didn't skip it. We just didn't see it. Check one, two, check one, two. I'm hoping this They'll is tell working. Me it's working, right? Yeah. Let's go down to the to the end. Is anybody saying there's a, a winky face? So that might be a good sign that the audio is working. Hi, Flippo and Daquan and Amina. Oh, and Ario. Hey, good to see you, Ario. I remember Ario. John Wedge. From uh from the from um Indonesia. Indonesia. Should we start with this question here? If you don't mind asking, are teachers better paid in the u.s or canada you, you want me to try yeah because i don't know the answer i was trying to explain to brent yesterday that the further north you live as a teacher you usually the salary's higher i don't know if that's still true when i finished university um fellow students of mine that went to teach in florida did not make as much money as i made as a beginning teacher in ontario canada teachers in some of the northern states though friends I had that taught in Michigan or in New York state actually were paid fairly equal to what I was making. So we came up with a theory that the further South you go, the less money you make as a teacher. It may or may not be true, but that was my experience. And here's another part to that. I know just in the U S it's cheaper to live mm. in the South. So I wonder if, if that is that factors in going it. into the yeah calculation yeah. and going back to like how much people make it's an like, so Brent and I hung out all day yesterday 
we didn't at any point say, I make X amount of dollars a year. How many, how much do you make? It's not really polite for people to say that, to ask those questions, but we did drop hints as we had conversations. So we're both, it's kind of funny how polite conversation goes. We're both sort of aware of what teachers get paid in each area. Yeah. I, if we have plenty of videos to make today, but I thought if we needed another, I would interview Bob the Canadian. Mm. And the first question I was going to ask, you know, a softball question, a softball question is an easy question, no pressure to answer. My first question was going to be, so Bob the Canadian, how much money do you make? I make $1 a day, sometimes two. <laughs> somebody, I heard, a, I heard a, somebody say, um, I can't remember what they said. I make more than a McDonald's worker, but less than Oprah. Yeah, and that's a kind of a common way for people to answer questions. Like, no, not as much as I used to, or more than I did at my last school or last job. So, although McDonald's, I know they are starting at a pretty high rate. Yeah, it's hard to get people. All right, Tanya left a super chat. Thank you so much. I have a little something for you. This is where we will take a uh, a break to get water. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for the super chat. All right. So Tanya, I've gotten to know Tanya quite a bit. We've had some chats. I've been doing a little tutoring. She is wonderful. She lives in Germany, maybe back from vacation. Hey, Brent, could you tell a little bit about the tasks or responsibilities of a school counselor? Bob mentioned it in his live lesson. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Did you want to start with the so school in Canada, a school counselor is kind of the first person a student would talk to if they're having troubles in their personal life. They aren't necessarily the person who would give them counseling. Um, in most schools, they're an expert and they're trained at identifying what type of help that student might need. Uh, in our school as well, and in most schools in Canada, there's counselors who simply guide students in their choices of what to do after high school. Mm -hmm. So there's a, it's kind of a wide range. Um, some schools have two, three, or four counselors, and they'll, and they'll do different parts of the job depending on what they're trained to do. But mostly it's kind of like the person's job is like an intake and assess, and then seek outside more professional help from someone depending on what that student needs. So... And that is exactly how it works in the United States. Exactly. They help students get into college at the high school level. Yeah. And they will sometimes schedule classes within the school. Sometimes it's their responsibility. And then the other part of the job, which doesn't seem to match, they have to worry about the well-being of yeah. students. Yeah. Like if a student comes in and maybe it's really traumatic at home. Maybe their parents are fighting and maybe they're getting divorced and it's affecting the child's mental health. Then our, our counselor would say, would listen to them. They're, they're trained to be the, you know, the first listener. Uh, and then they'll say, you know what, there's a great service. And then they'll find uh, an external professional to help that student talk, talk their way through that. Absolutely. All right, let's get back to the questions here. And like I said, please just leave them in the chat. We might miss a few. I honestly think Bob the Canadian's eyes are better than mine. Maybe. So Just a little. A, <laughs> I don't have my reading glasses out here. There's a little bit of a glare out here. But Filippo, my friend Hi, from Filippo. Italy, dropped a super chat. I would like to uh, give him a little thank you right here. Let's have trouble finding that button. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. 
Thank you, Filippo. And it looks like he has not a question, but a statement. Hey, it's so amazing to see you teaching together. It's yeah, fun. Actually. I agree. I, yeah. I like doing this. <laughs> um, what phrase could we, um, I'm thinking of a phrase like shoulder the burden, something like that. Since there are two of us here, yeah, one of us has to take There's over. something really nice about like when we live stream by ourselves, we, you, you need to talk the entire time. And that's a little bit not exhausting, but it's, it, it's challenging. So now I feel like we're, what are we, we're like splitting the load. That's not really a phrase. Yeah. We're sharing the load, sharing the load, sharing load a bit. Yeah. So yeah. like, if I don't feel like talking for 10 or 20 seconds, Brent just talks. And then when he's done, I talk again. So it is fun to do it this way. And it's interesting to hear another point of view. Bob might have a different way of explaining. And I will do that in my classroom sometimes. A lot of math teachers do that. When you're explaining to a student one way and they don't quite understand it, hang, hang on, let me get another teacher yeah. and hear what they think. Yeah, and they'll explain it a different way and then that makes sense. Or, or at least it reinforces what the other teacher said that's that's nice sometimes to enforce absolutely like i'm questioning this teacher oh but this other teacher said the same thing so yeah uh affirmation we might use yes. a big a big word there but just you are right if you are affirmed what you thought is actually right when you hear another person say it yeah the informal thing for that would be if i explain something and you were doubting me i might say to brent can you back me up on this and then he'd be like yeah you're absolutely right perfect or or he might say no we, we don't say it that way at all. All right. Is that Mahmood? No. Mahfoud. Mahfoud. Thank you. I'm following both of you always from Tripoli, ah, Libya. Cool. Hope you're having awesome. a good day over there. Feel free. If you see any questions that I'm missing, is this a question here? See, I have a question. Oh, how about this? Uh, Mo did this last night in the chat. If you put question in big letters oh, that's before nice. your question, it will help us find your question. Yes, because we're expecting that you're just chatting with other people. But yeah, if you put the word question in capital letters, that'd be cool. Maria C. I have a question for the best teachers. It's quite the compliment. Should I go get the, the best teachers? <laughs> are, they, <laughs> are they over there? <laughs> I thought you were going to go get yeah. the uh, the award we won for being yeah, the best teachers. Brent and I thought since this is the first annual youtuber english teacher we got to come up with a better name there should be awards so we're gonna think of which ones we get because we're the only two here <laughs> anyway what do we got here all right i have a question for the best teachers can you give some examples of how to use the nouns job and work i sometimes get confused about when using one or the other so the the biggest error i see if I, i'll start with errors is in english we will say um thank you for your work but we won't say thank you for your job. Interesting. So I did something there I never do. I usually never give example sentences that are wrong because I don't want people to hear them. Right. I often will see that uh, in the comments. So we don't, we, it's always, you know, thank you for your work or good job. So those are the right ways to say it. Good job is probably the most common, I think. Like, good job. You did a great job. Like, that's how I would use that one. So there is some confusion. Now, I have a job, but I go to work every day. Or I go to my job. So it's just a little bit of phrase yeah. difference. So as you were talking, I was thinking, I think job is always used as a noun. You can't, you, you do a job. That's a noun. Yeah. But work can be a noun or a verb. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's really tough. Do lots of listening to pick up those differences. But 
it's not a big deal if you misuse job or work. We'll know what we'll you know mean. We'll know what you mean. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, we have one from Constantine. Perfect. Constantine. Oh, Hi, Constantine. Constantine said last night, I was unable to join you live ah, last night, but he'll be here today. There we go. What are the major differences between schools in Canada and the USA, if there are any? Yeah, I think we could answer this question. Yeah. So we, in our conversations yesterday, had to start clarifying um, because in this part of Canada, we have what we call grade schools. We also call them elementary schools, but that's a little more American. And we have high schools or secondary schools, but we don't have middle schools. So when Brent and I were talking about students, we were always kind of indicating whether we were talking about high school or elementary school or I, I think yesterday I might have even said upper elementary, mm. but in Canada, you go to school. Sorry, I shouldn't say Canada. In Ontario, most schools, you go from kindergarten to grade eight, and then you graduate, and then you go from grade nine to grade 12. So there's just two. There are some provinces that do it differently where there is middle school, but where you're from, you, you do have middle school. We do. Yeah. Our elementary school is usually kindergarten, K through six, sometimes K through five. And middle school will be six, seven, eight, maybe just seven and eight. And high school is usually ninth grade to the 12th grade. Yeah. And in Canada, they say grade nine. Yeah, that's the difference. We say ninth grade. Yeah. Like Bare we, Naked Ladies. Yeah. Do you know them? Yeah, that is a band. Yeah. And they have a, a song called Grade Nine. This is me in grade nine. Yeah, it's a good song. This is me in grade nine, baby. <laughs> that was the first time I'd heard. Uh, other nine. than that, um, I, could, I could tell you a funny story really quick. At one point teachers like Brent and I, at some point you start to get, we're in the conversation, you're complaining about your job just a little bit. And all our complaints were the same. <laughs> so yeah. I think there's a lot of similarities between our school systems. So yeah. I think we were able to vent a little. Yes. Vent. Yeah. And if you vent, that means you have something bothering you and you can tell another person and maybe you feel better after you get that off your chest. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Bob is going to be my eyes right now. There's one right here. All right, perfect. What's the main difference between Canadian and American English? I, I'll admit, I was making fun. I was having a little fun with Canadian English this morning. I was trying to say A. He, he did succeed 90%, I think. Yeah. I think I'm going to go tap these maple trees over here, eh? Yes. It's about, it's about time I go... Tap these maple trees. I need to play a little ice hockey, eh? I think so. I'm not sure if that's uh, let me let me try to do the authentic <laughs> Canadian accent. It's like nice day out here, eh? Hey, that's how you would say it. Nice day Perfect. out here, eh? Um, if I had to, I'd probably go to the washroom right now, eh? But I think I'm gonna stay. I think I can. Uh, uh, I don't know how crude this sounds. I think I can hold it in. So <laughs> that's a good phrasal verb right yeah, there. there you, go. you need to hold it in. But yeah, not not big no. difference. We add use to a few words like honor and color. There's um, often the subtitles of my videos because I have a company make them sometimes. They'll have all the American spellings for those words. But other than that, not a whole lot. Um, I would say the U.S. has a larger variety of accents within its country than I, I would say the difference between Brent's English and mine. It's actually closer than probably Brent and someone from uh, Texas or Alabama or something. Well said. Like yeah. that, that's what I would say. Totally agree. Totally agree. But so, we can all understand each other. Absolutely. Thanks to American TV and American <laughs> movies. We can understand all of the North American English accents. 
I'm just scrolling through the chat looking for question. I'm not seeing any, but there probably are questions here. Let's see, what does this say? Tongoon, how are you? Hello, Bob and Bren. Should I take a schedule for my everyday studies? Maybe I need it. What do you think of it? I think a lot depends on the person you are. But um, do you use a schedule when you are studying French? You say you try to get a half an hour in a day? Yeah, so I don't have a, like a really firm daily schedule right now for studying French, uh, mostly because it's summer. But when I'm busy, I, I do. I, and it's more of a weekly schedule. So I speak with my friend from France on Thursdays. Um, I usually do. Right now, I'm redoing Duolingo from top to bottom. I'm nice. about a third of the way through. Um, I had finished the whole French Duolingo tree a few years ago, but they added and changed it. So I'm redoing it. Um, so I try to do that first thing in the morning because my mind's a little more fresh uh, then. Um, I would say, though, so I'm at the other end of learning a language. Like I, I am already a B2 French speaker. So That's I'm impressive. more maintaining my French rather than trying to make it better. If you are still in the early stages or intermediate stages of learning English, I, I think a schedule is awesome. Like 30 minutes a day or an hour a day, five or six days a week, like plan that out. That's my personality though, but plan it out and exactly when you're going to do it. I think it's helpful. And um, the only thing I'll add to that is, you know, some people like that structure. And if that works for you, do it. And often a good way to add hours to your day is to wake up an hour earlier or half an hour earlier and get your English studying out of the way right at the beginning of the day. Yeah, that's why we went zip lining first thing in the morning because <laughs> we were like, well, I'll that's the thing that's going to be maybe a little nerve wracking. So let's just, let's get that done. Let's do it right away. Okay, guys, it was a pleasure to be with you, but now I got to go to work. Don't you hate that? I got to go to that work, That is right? a totally correct way to use work Absolutely. instead of job. And notice how I said, I got to go. That's I got to right. go. I got to go. I will finish watching your live stream on the replay. Bye, everyone. Have a good day. See you, work. Dimitri. Scrolling, scrolling. This is Williams. He's from Argentina. I have a question. Okay, that works. I have a question about are the phrasal verbs blow out and blow up using both to mean explode something? Well, first of all, I love using blow when talking about English phrasal verbs and why they are so different. When you think about the definition of blow, the wind is blowing right now. So there is movement in the air. Yeah. But then you hear, oh, blow up. The building blew up. Like, what does that have to do with wind? What does that have to do with blowing? So your question, blow out and blow up. Do they always mean explode? I don't well, think you can blow up a balloon, right? Yeah. So that's another way to use it. You can blow out um, birthday cake candles. You can blow out the candles. Yeah. Um. I don't know when a tire goes flat. Do you say you have a blowout? We do sometimes. Yeah, that, that's another way. But that's a that's it's, not a verb. Right. right? It's, it's, um, that's why English. I, I respect everybody trying yeah. to learn English because it is tricky. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, – it, they don't – and blowout doesn't mean explode usually. I mean, maybe the tire exploded. You could say that you had a blowout. Um, but generally, when something gets blown up, like that's usually like an explosion. So, yeah, that's, I don't have much more to say about that. No, I have a little bit to say. And since this is my channel, I don't mind being a little crude. Yeah. 
I would never say this on your channel, but we also have with babies who are in diapers. We also have the term. Wow. They had a blowout. Yeah. Do you use that in Canada as well? You, there's a variety of ways to describe that okay. situation, but yes, that would be one. A really messy diaper that probably takes quite a while to clean up. That would be a, another way to use blowout as a noun. But yes. oh, he had a blowout this morning. Uh, this is really long. Do you think this is a question? Let's see. All right. Arafat, I'm glad to see both of my favorite teachers. Thank you. So the way Arafat spell that would be Canadian English. Yes, thank you for that too. I'm from Bangladesh and I would like to know something from you guys. Here's my question. As I mentioned before, I'm from Bangladesh where people used to speak Bengal. I want badly to know how maybe? Yes, no, want to, to know, know more. How I can adapt myself. All right, to the English language and living a Bengali environment. Yeah, I think that could happen to anybody around the world, but luckily we have our channels where you have access to the internet, obviously, because you are chatting with us right now. So I would say that you might not need to leave the country to master the English language. And in fact, sometimes it can hurt you if you come to a lang if you come to another country and you don't know the language quite so well, because it can be overwhelming. So you might, as long as you have internet access. Yeah. The you, fact that you're watching this video probably means you have good enough internet that you you should be able, it does cost money, but you should be able to find someone online to chat with. Um, the other thing I would say is, have you really searched hard enough in your local area for, um, maybe there's a meetup at a cafe once a week of other people learning English. Maybe there is a night class that you can find. Um, maybe there's just, somehow you can find that there's other people learning English in your area. I guarantee it and do what you can to maybe find some of those people and just uh, learn together a bit. Um, learning to speak English with other English learners isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. Oh, so yeah, look for them. Great advice. Great advice. This Omron. Hello, the greatest teachers. Thanks Omron. I like to hear that. My question is what is the difference between border and boundary? That is a great question. Yeah. That boundaries are very much a general term indicating where one thing stops and something else ends. So like even a basketball court has a boundary. Um, but we don't call it the boundary line though. What do we call it? When you step out of the, oh, the you're out of bounds line? when you out step out. Yeah. yeah. But it does uh, like you can, um, you know, we could set up some tape. So there's a boundary around where we're doing the live stream. Like we could hang a little, rope so the dogs don't bother us like a boundary is just kind of a general term saying this ends and something else starts whereas a border to me is definitely where two countries um, meet you know there's a there's a border between Canada and the U.S. yeah I would agree so on Bob's farm he has some neighbors they're yep. pretty far away but they might call where his property ends and the neighbors begin a boundary but right. you would not call it a border. No, a border is pretty much always, yeah. Although we do say the bordering farm. Oh, you do? Yeah, we do. We would say that. But I wouldn't say it's the border. We would. I'm, I'm trying to think of the term. Oh, property line. We call it oh, the property yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. But we do say, yeah, the bordering farms, neighboring farms, probably more common. So. Yeah. And I know in school, if you put up a bulletin board, mm -hmm. 
there is usually a border. Oh yeah, you do put a border around it. So yeah, it's very tough. Yeah, like the, the more people, we think, the more answers we have. They're very very close, and in some ways they're not. But you could probably use them interchangeably as a so English Sita learner. says to mode. Maybe ask your question again. Oh, there it is. I see it. If you scroll down slightly, okay. I'm going to preempt the question by doing what's in the question. Oh, perfect. Question. Have a sip, gentlemen. There, I did it. <laughs> My water bottle is way over there, but I don't Do feel I don't fine? feel okay. like I need uh, any water right now. Thank you, though. Um, how would you use the word directions? No, discretion. 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 I'm glad I asked this here. I didn't want Mr. Bob to <laughs> cheat and look it up because I really want to hear the most natural use. I'm, I'm really just a good Googler. I don't actually know anything. I'm just really fast at looking up the answers. <laughs> that is not true. So, um, would you like me to take yeah, at least start? start okay. this, is a, this is a hard one. It is a hard one. Um, but discretion and judgment are very similar. You might hear this term. Hey, use your own discretion. Yeah. So maybe you are swimming in the ocean and there is no lifeguard. So if you get trouble in the water, you're kind of swimming at your own discretion. Yeah. So there might be a little danger in there. Um, going back to school counselors, they have to use their discretion quite a bit. And that might be their professional opinion. Yeah. I'm trying to think. The, exam the time I see it the most is there's days where we don't, where students don't come to school. They're called professional development days. And sometimes my principal, my boss will say, we're having meetings till noon. And then you can work at school or at home. It's at your discretion for the rest of the day. And basically he's saying, you know best where you would get more work done. Um, so that, that's, that's a very common example. You know, just use your time. Um, if you want to work at home or at school, that's fine. It's, it's at your discretion. We also have another common term is parental discretion. So before going to see a movie, a parent has the choice. Well, each parent might think differently, but... They might let their child watch this movie or another parent might not let the child. It's, yeah. it's at their discretion. Yeah, it's at their discretion. It's basically saying it's it's your choice, right? But of it course. implies you should be thinking like you should be thinking or researching before you make a choice, I think. <laughs> right. Uh, we, hopefully that was Mode's question. Hopefully there wasn't another one upper up higher that we missed. I doubt it, though. Oh, the wind. Can you hear the wind? Things are blowing Things away. Things are starting to move. And uh, I can't see the chat, so I'm Bob. going to go to this one. James Wu. Bob just blew away. <laughs> oh, no, Bob. We'll have to grab him. I like having these mics. Oscar. Can, oh, yeah, that's right. I can walk away. and Oscar, help. Hello, Bob and Brent. I'm working in an American company in China, and next year I may get the chance to transfer to the U.S. base. Any tips on a foreigner for working in the United States? Thanks in advance. Jeez. So when you're thinking about Chinese culture versus American culture or Canadian culture, there might be some differences there. I think personal space. Mm, yeah. um, I think Canadians and Americans like to have a little more personal space. We uh, don't like people talking too close to us. Yeah, that's true. In fact, it, this is kind of a funny thing. Like right now, Brent and I have to sit closer than we're comfortable uh, sitting. As <laughs> I'm not comfortable sitting this close to someone normally. I'm very but, comfortable sitting next to you. But 
But if you had a choice, though, you would move slightly. I would move right? slightly closer. I, yeah, I think you would because <laughs> we're just doing this to be on camera. So, yeah. Um. What What was the? Oh yeah. Um. Any advice? Oh yeah. Okay. For so coming to work. So my advice would be this. I don't know your situation, but if you're coming for a short-term work assignment, maybe you're coming for 12 months, maybe two years. I don't know if this is permanent. As best as you can, don't hang out with all the other workers from your own country. Huge. It's going to be tempting. You should do it for your own sanity and mental health. It's fun. But take advantage of your time in the U.S., to do things with other people like Americans do what you can to improve your English. Like I've noticed this a lot uh, sometimes with international students um, where if too many international students come from the same country, they have lunch together. If there's no seating ass assignment in class, they'll sit together and then they'll tend to speak their own language more. And that's just comfortable and it's easy and I understand it. But if you can, you got to get out there. Um, if, your first week there, um, your American coworker says, we're having a pool party. Come on over, go. Even if you don't like swimming and you don't like parties, uh, just seize those opportunities. Um, and then along with that, any, anything else that you can't do at home, do as much as you can. That's, that's great advice because I've seen the same with international students. It's easy to stay with your crowd. Great advice. That, that's yeah. why he's Bob the Canadian. Dropping knowledge. Couldn't have said it better. Question. Uh, Javez? How do you say it? I say Hafiez. Hafiez. I like that. And if I pronounce that wrong, please let me know, Hafiez. Seeing you two holding the mics, make it look like a, a duet <laughs> will be coming. Haha. Uh, What's the no best duet. duet song in your opinion? That's a good question, though. What is the best duet song? I know when we were know. when I we were born, there was Islands in the Stream. I oh think. yeah, Dolly There's... Parton and Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, that was pretty good. I got really tired of um, the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Bradley one? Cooper. What was that one? Um, it was from. Um... Was that a duet? I guess it was I think it was. Yeah, because yeah, he starts it. Yeah, that was a big thing. What shallow. five years? Shallow. Shallow. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. the song or the movie, but it was on the radio too much. It's yeah. it's a nice song, but um, I don't. I don't know. I don't I don't have an album of duets in the house that I listen to very regularly. So no. And, and we're not gonna start singing. I'm just, no, I'm no, 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 no. Good question though. It is a good question. Yeah. Um in a comment, I think on our last stream, somebody said, I, I apologize, I can't remember who said it, but they said it was the best collab since Jay-Z and Kanye West. So, I mean, that was a pretty good duet right there. Yeah, we were going to figure out who was who, right? Yeah. I'm not Kanye. No, I think I'm Kanye. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. A little crazy. I will talk about dirty diapers on my channel. And uh, oh, I, I, got, I got tricked by my phone. I'm like, oh, I have a notification. And it says, Brent is live. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I'm glad you've enabled <laughs> notifications on my, on my channel. Like, What's going on? Oh, yeah, look at that. He is live. He's Maybe right you should there. hit the bell so you too will get a notification. Yeah, did you guys know Brent was live? Oh, probably because you're watching. Notific like we can talk shop later, but notifications are weird on YouTube. Yeah. How they get sent out and when they do, when they don't. All right. Looking for more questions. Don't think I've missed any. Yeah, please. If you oh, would just write question. Or con. Yeah, do that one. Or con. I remember you. Good to see you again. Hello, guys. I wanna I wanna ask Bob which personality 
which personality trait maybe of Brent do you like most? Oh, this is really putting he's very Bob on the spot. No, this is an easy one. He's very personable. So I think that's a great word. Personable means that it was very easy to meet him in person yesterday morning. Um, as we were out during the day, he very easily talks to people. Like when we we're done the zip lining, you have to ride in a little um, SUV side by side. Yeah, a big golf and, uh, cart. Like it was a heavy yeah. duty. Yeah. He just struck up a conversation with the driver. Uh, when we were waiting in line, he talked to the the, the people, the mom and son from Ukraine. Um, so personable. It's probably a great, great one. Yeah, I like. I like if people might have an interesting history. I'll just they may. They may say, hey, get out of my face. That, that happened no one sometimes. Said that, yes. No, they were very nice. Yeah. Um, did you meet Bob's children? I hope you did. Um, yeah, I think we said, like, he says that he has five children. Brent met one, and he saw two. Was that? <laughs> Actually, yeah. one of my uh, kids yeah. just walked by. So um, it, it's kind of funny because my first message to Brent this morning was, I have a bit of running around to do, and uh, I'm going to start setting up at 9. The running around was basically to bring one kid to work. Uh, another kid was leaving in the van. We had to figure out which van they were taking. Um, another kid, what was the other kid doing? Oh, one of my kids went for a run. Uh, and then one of my kids slept in. So he's seen two and he talked to one. That's that's where he's at. Oh, no, two. It's my oldest stopped in today. That's right. Yeah. So he's talked to two of my kids so far. And I, I think Bob feels the same way. I always get a little uncomfortable when talking about um, children, because we signed up for this. We yeah. signed up. Maybe we, a negative we decided time. we would be online, and it's not something our kids decided they wanted to do. So right, yeah, and um, I don't think either of my children ever want to be. Yeah, yeah. so and it's becoming more common in North America. Parents are realizing that they've put far too much, too many pictures and information of their kids yeah. online as children. And when the children get older, 17 or 18, they can come to resent that, where they're annoyed with their parents. I had a student once say he was really annoyed because he started dating a girl, and that girl was able to see pictures of him from the day he was born until like the day before, like 17, 18 years of his life, because his parents had shared pictures on Facebook or Instagram all the time. And, and he didn't like that. So I think Brent and I are pretty similar if our kids would like to be online someday, that's fine. But until they're 16 or 17 and they're too young to decide, we'll just leave them out of the picture. But there are five of them. <laughs> are there? there? There are five. All right. Is this another question here? Is that another question? Um, yes. That sure, is can I hit that one? All right. Oscar Jimenez, how are you? Great to see you two together. A couple of years ago, I started watching Bob's videos in about a year. I'm a fan of Brent's. That's how most people find my channel, to be honest, is from Bob the Canadian. So thank you for that. I'm sure there's other ways. Maybe a few. Um, thanks for all the things I've learned from you. I'm watching something. Uh, I'm watching something. Oh, well, so that, that was, this was, was a dream. dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dream for me. I'll, yeah. I, it's like, it's crazy that I'm sitting here with the iconic river, the iconic picnic table yep. behind me. So um. And I think the pandemic kind of ruined uh, having things like this happen sooner. Like there was an era where we no one could travel. Yeah. And I think that even lasted when you were able to travel again, it wasn't people's first thought. So like already last summer, you could have come. 
Right. But you, we were still in the zone of, oh, we're able to go places again, right? And now is actually a time where there's zero problem to travel right now. That question came up last yeah. night, like no COVID restrictions, no, you didn't need to prove anything at the border or anything like that, right? It's just like, here's my passport and and in you come. So, so right. it's fun. But uh, yeah, that was certainly a weird era where you couldn't do things like this. Right. And it was Canada that mm -hmm. was the harder one to get into. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a long one. Is this a question? I said, um, Arafat, I'm glad to see both of my favorite teachers. I'm oh, from Bangladesh. I think we did this. We one. did this one, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. It was long that time too. The last time we did it, it was long too. Let's we'll skip all the way down so that we are a little more current here. Is this Mahmoud? How are you? Welcome. Well, if you were like that person who was in Niagara Falls yesterday, you, you would have seen us. <laughs> I was thinking before that. As I walked with Bob the Canadian in a very touristy part of Canada, I thought, I wonder if we will meet someone that yeah. Bob the Canadian knows or so that I, knows. I did meet someone once in Niagara Falls. So it was it, actually it was the son. And then he was like, my dad watches all your videos. He's right over there. Can he have a selfie with you? And I was like, sure. It's awesome. All right. Let me know if you see. Oh, there's a big question right there. Should I go with that one? Yeah, sure. Are you asking if I pre-read it? I did. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> no, I did it. All right, Harry three hundred. Well, at least Hi, I know Harry is safe. Yep. Harry from Indonesia. Bob and Brent, do these three sentences mean the same thing? I don't like both blue and red. I like neither blue nor red. I don't like either blue or red. Hmm. Well, my I, I would. Yeah, what would you pick My as your first thought is I think native English speakers stay away from neither. Yeah. Neither and nor. They're yeah. just I think we're uncomfortable. We use using... it, but it's like very like teachers use it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's the proper way to say it. And if I ever say neither, if I'm going that way, I usually just try to sound so proper. I think I say neither. Yeah. But it's and joking. Brent mentioned this yesterday. We try to use as few words as possible. So I would say the best way to say that is I don't like blue or red. I would just slim that sentence right down. Like, I don't like blue or red. That's like if Brent was like, hey, I brought you a gift. It's a blue cup or a red cup. I don't have a good example. I'd be like, I don't like blue or red. Take it away. But then the second would be, I don't like either blue or red. I might say that. But I don't like blue or red. That That's how it would come out. Like, hey, Bob, you want to wear one of my hats? I have a blue one or a red one. I don't like blue or red. Yeah. Do you have an orange one? Yeah. Or you could say, <laughs> I, I don't like either of them. Oh, that's, yeah. Yes, I don't like either of them. That would be, yeah. yeah. So I do not like either of them is what you're saying, right? Yeah. I don't like either of them. Yeah. That comes out fast. It does. I, I don't like either of them. I don't like either of them. Take it away. How okay. dare you present me with a blue hat? <laughs> be gone. Very formal right there. All right. I'm just looking. I'm telling you, my eyes. This is a good time to troll. You can just put anything in the chat. Just go up a bit for a sec. Um, and yeah, I think Kima Kima. Okay. Kima Kima. How are you? Welcome. Hi, teachers. Glad to see you together. I would like to thank you for all of the lessons that help us further our learnings of English, the English language. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. Very nice. Thank you, Kima Kima. There, yeah, that's that's why I rarely do live streams outside anymore. It's because my hair. yeah, and I'm too vain to wear glasses ah, that I need. Yes. Let's see here. And if you would like, you can 
take control of it. Um, I saw one, and I don't know where it went. Oh, yeah. Well, to fill the dead air, I will just talk more about driving home. I'm a little worried. It's a, it's a long, boring drive. I love a good road trip. Somebody says, hey, do you want to drive for five hours? I'm, I'm there. But this, this is a lot of flat land. Yeah, it's uh, very with, flat. With New, Canada was better, but most of my travels went through New York, and it was just very flat. Yeah, Canada usually is better. It is. No, it is. Absolutely. It's better. Uh, Yulia says, hello from Ukraine. How would you call or what would you call the type of studying? You might not have it in your countries, though, when university students come to the university twice a year to listen to lectures and have some seminars and they pass their tests and exams. It's not online. It's not distance learning. We call it studying by correspondence. But I think it's kind of a local invention. Mm, interesting. So we have a variety of ways to take courses at Canadian universities. Um, I don't think we have what you're saying, though. Generally, it's like online learning or it's in-person learning. Um, there's not a situation where you learn from home for a semester and then go write an exam. Although, you know, if you're doing online learning, you might have to do an in-person exam. That's, mm -hmm. That is common. You might have an in-person midterm exam halfway through the semester. Um, but yeah, the idea we used to a long time ago have, oh, what did they call it? Not correspondence learning. Maybe you, maybe you can. Well, just, I think it's, we would call it online learning since most of the instruction is online. But if you did a mixture of online and in-person learning, we might call that hybrid learning. Yeah. Hybrid's a good word. Too, Sometimes yeah. when we mix two things together, we use the term hybrid. For example, cars can be hybrid cars. They use a little bit of electricity. They use a little bit of fuel. So hybrid yeah. learning, I would say. Yeah, and we use the word fully as well. Like you might say to someone, oh, are you doing in-person learning or is it a hybrid? And they might say, no, it's fully online or it's fully in-person. Like it's the extreme of the two. Um, and the term I was looking for is correspondence course. We don't have those anymore. But before the internet was popular, you could take a correspondence course where it was all done by mail. Mm. And then, yes, you would have to go in at the end of the semester, maybe even drive five or six hours to the university. But, uh, yeah, those have disappeared, correspondence courses, and it's just online learning now. So, Yeah, I imagine the only reason you would take the test in person is to limit cheating. Yeah. Probably, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. More questions. How are we doing on time? Uh, we have two minutes if you want to wrap it up. I think we should, though. We, yeah. have, a, we have quite a bit to do today. We, do. Yeah. we have a, we have a full to plate. sit around and we have to <laughs> eat. Eat no. food. I'd skip Actually, we are going to eat yeah. later. So um, I'll put a plug in. We're shooting two, a two-part video today. Uh, I went to all of the international grocery stores I could find in the two cities closest to me. And I've bought about 20 things, a couple more than 20. We're going to pick 10 for each video. Uh, and then we're going to taste every one of them. I bought something to drink too. Uh, and we're going to try to use as many different phrases and words in English to describe what we're experiencing for each food thing. So you'll get to watch us eat if that's something you want to do when the videos come out. Uh, and you'll learn words like crispy or crunchy or delicious or yummy. And I, I know we got to, we got to put a whole list together. We do. Here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to sample some foods from a variety of countries might be from one of your countries. It was really fun to go shopping, but uh, we're going to shoot that. We'll probably take a little break and then we'll shoot it after that. So 
I'm looking forward to that. I skipped breakfast this morning. Oh, you did? I did. Hey, so my best friend, if you remember my live stream, um, Brent is a good me. friend. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I got a text from him and it says the live stream today was very good. So wow. very nice. That is a good friend. And this is an English speaking friend of yeah, yours. This is a, someone who I went to school with since uh, kindergarten. And he still watches your lessons. Sometimes. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Sometimes his... I go to work with him in the summer for a day. Oh, wow. Yep. We were going to do that a couple of weeks ago, but it just, it didn't work out. He was, I probably should have gone, but so anyways, this is a good friend of mine. He has a job where he drives and repairs equipment that mechanics use. So wheel balancers, all that kind of stuff in garages. So he's on the road. That's the type of job. So generally in the summer, I haven't done this for a few years now, but I like to go to work with him for a day to catch up, talk. But he was going to Sudbury, which is six hours away, oh, wow. six hours back. Plus he had to do a service call. So I was like, yeah, that's too long. We'll have to do it in August. So anyways, he says live stream was great. That's awesome. I don't know if he's watching yours. I would probably <laughs> think he's not. So, but, but yeah, I think we should wrap this up in a bit because yeah. uh, I have to go I have to go to the washroom, eh? Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I translated that in my head because it's, it's very Canadian. That's very Canadian. Have Bob and Brent ever announced any funny or memorable moments while teaching English online? I don't know. You probably have more than I do. No, not, not anything that comes to mind. Not really. I mean, there are – what I like is this, and I, I don't have a specific example, but some of you have learned English well enough that you can joke around or make jokes – it's a really good sign. Teachers of languages love it when their students learn to understand jokes in the language they're learning or tell jokes or joke around. Um, so I know in the chat, I sometimes see some of my members joking around. It's just awesome. So it's not a funny thing specifically, but it's, it's a cool thing to see because it's a sign that they've been working hard at learning English. So very yeah, cool. Great answer. So is that it? Should we wrap it up? I think so. Okay. Well, thank you so much for thank joining much. us here. Thank you, Bob, for inviting me to your farm. Oh, that this is okay. There was a bee. That was just a bee on Bob. Now it's on Brent. It's on me now. So that's <laughs> a good. Just way. a bumblebee, not a dangerous bee. We need to. You should. You should. Um. You should start keeping bees. I think on this farm. <laughs> I there are bees on this farm. So yeah. All right. Thank you all. Thank it's you very windy. much. Bye. Adios, Have amigos. A great day.